0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: It is SNY.TV's The Juice on the Qs
0: podcast covering Syracuse basketball, lacrosse, and football. Today on the Juice on the Qs podcast on SNY.TV, we'll be talking about an elite football prospect's trip to Syracuse this past weekend and Syracuse basketball's 2022 media day. I'm Wes Chang, and I'll be joined later by Brett Gustin. And our guest today is 2026 defensive lineman from St. Anthony's High School in Long Island, New York, PJ Carey. PJ, really appreciate you taking the time to speak with us today. Thanks so much for coming on. How are you?
2: Yes, sir. I'm doing good.
0: How are you? PJ, doing really well. We'll get you started on this one. You were at Syracuse this weekend and watched the Orange play NC State. Syracuse won that game 24-9. to How did you enjoy the game?
2: I mean, the whole visit was kind of electric. Like uh, It was upbeat the whole time. From the time I stepped in the door to the time we rushed the field when they they beat they sealed the win against NC State, you know it was just great vibes. Coach Ahmad, I got to meet Coach Babers, Coach Chuff, the D uh, line coach. It was just great vibes all around, and it was just great to see you know New York football at its truest form. You know Syracuse, growing up, it's the top football in New York, and to be able to be recruited by them, offered by them, and just being in that environment was amazing. PJ, you talked about
0: the atmosphere being electric earlier. I think part of the reason you said that was because of the fans. What did you think of the crowd at the JMA Wireless Dome?
2: The crowd was amazing. You know, I saw this tweet the other day that said we reached 120 decibels in there, which is just crazy to think about. And that was my first recruiting visit game. And it was an awesome experience, you know, after rushing the field and just being with all the players, being in that environment, and, you know, even being on the field right when they're warming up and just being able to see, like, the level I'm going to be at in four years. You know, if that was to be at Syracuse or wherever, it's just a great – it was a great experience, and it was great to be right up on the field with Coach Babers and just with all the players, seeing all the D-line move around out there. I know you have a lot of high majors pursuing you. You're just in the
0: class of 2026, but you've already got offers from Georgia, LSU, Michigan, Penn State, among many others so far. It's a who's who of college football. Syracuse offered you over the weekend. Where does Syracuse stand in your recruitment compared to some of these blue bloods?
2: I mean, I'm not going to lie to you. Ever since I was little, I was definitely a big fan of the SEC. I love Southern football, but you know, I'm from New York and I got to stay true to where I'm from. So I think when it comes to New York, Syracuse is definitely the top school in the Northeast for me as of right now. I mean, you still have Penn State. They're a great school. I love them. But, you know, you can't deny after that, that great of a visit that Syracuse is definitely up there for me.
0: You already have double-digit scholarship offers. You're going to have a lot more than that by the time your recruitment is done. So what are you looking for in a college?
2: I mean, I'm looking for a college that, first of all, is a great education, You know, I'm able to learn, you know, I'm able to major in what I want to major in and, you know, learn at the highest level, but at the same time play at the highest level, you know, football is life for me and, you know, I want to go as far as I can with it and the goal is the NFL. So whatever the platform of being able to graduate from a great college and being able to go to the NFL at the same time, that's the kind of college I'm looking for and also a great, you know, student Student kind of embodiment of having great friends and all that type of stuff. So that's definitely what I'm looking for.
0: And PJ, we'll get you out of here on this one. Your current school, Saint Anthony's, has gotten off to a great five and one start. You guys are a perfect three and zero in league play. How
2: do you think the season's
0: gone for you so far?
2: The football season's going great. You know, not every, not everything. I mean, you see the five and one. You know, you you think we've had it easy. You know, we we played a lot of good teams. We played Iona, the number one team in the state, former number one played St. Joe's regional, you know, we've played a lot of smash mouth football. So whatever you see that we've done, we've earned. And, you know, we've just built chemistry and we built strength as a team throughout the whole entire season, even starting from June when we were just doing workouts and not even in pads yet. The defense also, you know, is amazing. You know, we have the holding line. I know all my boys I have great chemistry with. And, you know, you have Ian Strong, Rutgers commit, great corner. You know, overall the defence is doing amazing. The offense just gets it done when they need to too. So overall we're a great team and you know, Coach Minucci, head coach of the team, he has a saying, he says, you know, it's it's we not I, it's we not me, you know. Think about the team, play for your brotherhood. And I think that that's really what we've built is a brotherhood of, of great football, so that's how we're doing right now and two more weeks into the playoffs and that's where the proof is in the pudding and I think we're going to show that proof. So definitely excited for that, but
0: it's going great. PJ, thanks so much for coming on the program. Again, 2026 defensive lineman PJ Carey from St. Anthony's High School in Long Island, New York. PJ, we appreciate your time. Best of luck with your football season and your recruitment, and we'll chat with you soon. Thank
2: you so much. Have a great
0: night. Great to speak with P.J. Carey, who's going to be one of the top prospects in the 2026 class. And I'm now joined over the phone by the Juice Online senior reporter and my very good friend, Brett Gustin. Brett, how are you today?
1: Good. I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. First time on, I'm, I'm excited and I appreciate you uh, taking the time with me.
0: Yeah, Brett, we're excited to have you as well. And let's talk a little Syracuse basketball. The Orange hosted their basketball media day on Friday. You were on hand speaking to the players and coaches. You were there for Jim Beheim's press conference. What was the biggest headline from what he said?
1: Yeah, well, I, I think you know the obvious answer is uh, you know Beheim's comments on the Big Ten. What he had to say, I think the story may have gotten you know a little inflated. Some of the big headlines around major outlets, you know, Beheim whips the or the Big Ten saying the league sucked. And uh, if you he kind of went back on what he said, he he had a valid argument. His argument is, you know, I like to compare the leagues based on their record in the tournament when it matters. How do you play? And he said. For the Big Ten went nine and nine with out of nine teams only two teams making the sweet 16 and he was basically saying no matter how you look at it they underperformed compared to the ACC they went 14 and five and, and really he has a sound argument I think the problem was that he started out with saying you know just flat out the Big Ten they sucked, the underperformed and obviously that's what grabbed the headline but his argument isn't, is valid he makes it a good case so I think that overall you can argue all day with him and then he joked at the end you can argue that in the regular season matters and therefore you're better overall but you would just be wrong so i think it's behind you know saying it how he wants to say it but i think in the end of the day he's not necessarily wrong and people can be upset with what he said but he has a little truth to it and now they obviously have to come back out this year and perform again the way they did
0: so all the major news outlets picked up on Beheim ripping the Big Ten, but there are obviously other storylines from that day. What are some of the things you saw and heard that aren't headlines now, but could be by the end of the season?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think you know, a hundred percent. Some of the bigger ones were you know Beheim on the on the Big Ten, and then a lot of it was about the freshman class they have coming in. You know, really focusing in on Judah Mintz. I mean, he does have an insane repertoire of talent. I think he has a lot of raw athleticism that. He's gonna fit in really well. I think he's gonna play great for Syracuse. But I think someone who's really flying under the radar uh, is Peter Carey. You know, he's he's a freshman out of Massachusetts. He's at six eleven. Uh, he's only one ninety. So I think a lot of people were skeptical. He's coming off a knee injury, and a lot of the talk was, you know, Carey need to add weight to be able to even play in the ACC. But I think it was interesting. Uh, not really anyone was talking about the fact that both Bayheim and his press conference, and then when I was talking to Jesse a little bit afterwards, Jesse Edwards, uh, he was. they both talked about how Kerry's really working uh, during practice, really working Edwards in the paint. And I think that's what Jesse Edwards truthfully needs coming off his injury, too. I mean, you can already tell he's getting a little weight, but he needs to, you know, get back into his uh, shape for, to get ready for play. And I think that Apparently Peter Carey's tested him really well. He, he said that, you know, he's got a lot of athleticism and just pure skill down low. That's really working Edwards. I think it's huge. I think Syracuse has really struggled with their depth down low for a couple of years now. And I mean, Jesse Edwards can't play all 40 minutes. So I think if Carey can come in, provide a little strength down low, I think he can obviously still continue to work on, on getting a little bigger and obviously learning how to play college basketball down low. But I think that's really interesting. If, if they can have a, a solid backup center that can keep testing Edwards. I think that'll really help them in the long run. It's something that not necessarily everyone's talking about.
0: We'll have to keep an eye on that as the season goes on. And Brett, we're right at the end of our show, your closing thoughts.
1: Yeah, I would say, I think my closing thoughts, one little uh, tidbit that I saw from uh, the ACC media day was the commissioner and Beheim both spoke about expanding the NCAA tournament bids from the already 68 team field. Behan said that, you know, the time to expand is now more than ever, and he was right about it before, and he's really right about it now. It's just interesting to me, how would how would that influence a team like Syracuse commonly, like a bubble team? A lot of people think they're going to be back there again, and I it's hard to compare those Power 5 bubble teams with the mid-major bubble teams. We do it every year. So is expanding the answer, is that going to help Syracuse? It's interesting to see. I think they have to keep automatic bids, obviously, but really that's going to be something that, I'm looking forward to see is how would that affect a lot of the mid-major power fives? Unfortunately, that's Syracuse.
0: Brett, my closing thoughts are staying in the basketball world. The preseason ACC and all ACC teams are out Syracuse was ranked 8th out of 15 teams in the poll, with North Carolina taking the top spot. This could easily be another deep ACC league that gets 8 or 9 bits to the tournament. That puts the Orange right on the bubble again, which sounds right to me, given the Orange will have at least 3 freshmen in the rotation. One thing I do disagree with is that neither Jesse Edwards or Joe Girard were named to the preseason All-ACC teams. But then again, it's not where you start, it's where you finish, and Syracuse will have plenty of opportunity to prove that they belong on the court. That's it for us. we Brett Gus, and this is Wes Chang reminding you that my computer beat me in chess, but then I beat him in kickboxing. You've been listening to the Juice on the Cues podcast on SNY.TV, and we'll see you next time. This has been the Juice on the Cues podcast, part of the SNY.TV audio network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
1: A laundry? Ooh, a book club Computer solitaire,
0: huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over a 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks?